Hey, you're listening to Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, talking all things female health and wellness. I'm Orla O'Flaherty, a certified naturopath and herbalist, and I'm here to talk about everything from periods, PCOS, endometriosis, health, sex, wellness, and life in general. Here's to happy hormones and a happy you. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, and we are up to episode 19 which I think is amazing. (laughs) So for the last, I think, few weeks, it's kind of been up and down doing more of the mindset, emotional, gooey, not gooey, but yeah, I went a bit in-depth into life. So this week, I'm bringing it back to the hormones. For many of you, you'll be very happy about that. And this week I I haven't spoken about this before and obviously we as women, we we think about life and our future, be it making a family or not making a family for some women who don't want to have kids. But I haven't actually really gone into the importance of preparing for having kids. And now I'm not going to get into the kids side of things because obviously I don't have kids. Now I have two wonderful nieces, which I call my own at times. And I know they're not mine, but they kind of (laughs) are. But when it comes to pregnancy, a lot of women don't realize that we should really be preparing ourselves for it. Pregnancy is a... It's a huge time in a woman's life and the body and the mind goes through so many different things and so many different factors. When you think of pregnancy, you are creating another human being inside of you and you're sustaining life. So for this to be optimum, we really have to look at making sure that our bodies are in the best condition first so that we can pass good nutrients to the baby and sustain our own health as well because this may sound I don't know maybe a bit strange but when you think about it a baby is like when you're pregnant anyway when you have a baby inside of you a baby is like a leech it's literally sucking everything it can out of you to nourish itself and to feed itself now I know a leech sounds terrible but it's you have to nourish and sustain another life inside of you. So preparing for that is really, really important. So that's why this week I'm talking about preparing for pregnancy. Now, for many women, there is no preparing for pregnancy and their little pleasant surprises are thrust upon them. But then for many more women, it is very much planned. And I'm presuming for Those of you who are listening right now, you're either considering having a baby or else you're actively trying to conceive. Now, in this episode, I want to run through the basics for optimizing your chances of conception and really getting your body ready for the journey that it's about to go on because it is a journey and it's a marathon. And there's so many factors at play when it comes to the female body. And like you've heard me say countless times that women are powerful, strong and creative But let's be honest here, we are also complex creatures. 
our bodies run smoothly when we're in balance, physically and emotionally. And when we're not in balance, that's where we can see problems, especially with our our female health, with our hormonal health, and with trying to conceive. So if you are just considering trying for a baby, it's never too early to get yourself ready. And even like loads of pediatricians and gynees, they really do recommend prepping the body just to optimize your chances. And but really, it's kind of especially for women over 30. So the, all you other 30-year-olds out there, you're the ladies that I'm really talking to. Not just in your 30s. Some women in their 20s too may have issues or may not. But for women in their 30s, we really have to look at our overall health and what we're putting into our bodies because unfortunately there's this wonderful thing called the aging process and after 30 well really after 35 or the quality of our eggs start to deplete but from 30 on you're looking at that aging process and things starting to slow down a bit so it's really a matter of what you can do to make sure that your body's in its healthiest state. Now, the average time for prepping the body is actually four to six months because it takes this length of time for anything to have a real physiological effect on the body long-term. So if you're considering having a baby, start looking at getting things in order now because it can take four to six months for things to really in your body say not improve but be at its optimum health really so first things first for a lot of women you are on hormonal contraception and things like that be it the pill the coil the implant whatever your form of contraception is what i say to a lot of women is come off the pill six months before you're trying to get pregnant. It can take six months for your body's hormones to balance out naturally. Now, for some women, they come off the pill and they get pregnant straight away, and that's great. For others, not so much. So to be on the safe side, I would come off the pill. And if you're not ready straight away to have a baby, just use condoms during your high fertile times. Get your body back on track. Get your hormones back on track. Because it may take the six months for that also I'd be suggesting looking at what your overall health is like right now like what's your immune system like do you get lots of colds and flus would you be prone to chest infections kidney infections anything like that viruses are you picking things up all the time like where is your weak spot your immune system and your kidneys are really the areas to focus on when prepping the body for pregnancy like in TCM traditional Chinese medicine we're really looking at the kidney jing and this is your life force through your kidney energy and pregnancy can really take its toll on your body so reinforcing your energy levels before conception is really important have you ever noticed or ever heard of women being prone to getting kidney infections during pregnancy or UTIs well Traditionally and energetically, it's your energy is coming from your kidneys and your lungs, making sure that these are really built up is what's going to help give you more energy 
during your pregnancy. So things that you can do is making sure that your immune system is boosted, taking a good probiotic, vitamin C. Now I'll be going through the, the prenatal vitamins with you as well, but just for your immune system, making sure that you're getting all your antioxidants, all your flavonoids, everything that's going to build you up and make you strong to fight off any sort of infections. And then what's your overall lifestyle like? Like, Are you eating fresh, whole fruits and veggies? Are you consuming enough healthy fats and protein? Like healthy fats, protein, these are your building blocks for healthy hormone function. You have to make sure that you're getting your optimum protein levels in and it's different for everyone. And then making sure that you are getting healthy fats in as well. We fats and protein make hormones. So start incorporating good quality lean sources of protein. Now the reason I say lean, I know I said healthy fats are important, but just the the fats from meat not even the fats from meat, but the quality of the meat is really important that you're getting. So go to your butcher or go to your fishmongers. Like wild oily fish is really, really important. And it's a great source of all your omegas and your EPA and your DHA. Then also making sure that you're actually getting enough calories in as well. And because if you're not eating enough, your body knows that there's something off and it's not going to let you get pregnant. So making sure that you're getting enough calories in for you and that it's good quality foods. And then with the likes of your fats, your healthy fats, putting in half an avocado into your daily diet every day or some fresh oils or uncooked oils, I would say. So like your rapeseed or an organic rapeseed, olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, uncooked. These are all really good healthy fats to incorporate into your diet. And then exercise. Exercise is really important. Are you exercising? Like anything from a 30 minute brisk walk to yoga, swimming, pilates, boot camps and even weightlifting. Like if you're doing these things that's great. If you're not exercising at the moment though I would really recommend getting out and moving for 30 to 45 minutes, three to four times a week. Exercise is important for reducing stress levels. It increases your endorphins and all your happy hormones. But as well, the body is about to go through a massive transition when it comes to pregnancy. So you really have to build the body up and get it ready for it. And not just for pregnancy, but for labor as well. The the more fit you are for labour, the easier of a process it may be for you. And these are the months where you can start incorporating all of these things. Like these four to six months preconception is the time to get things right and just building on them. And like I said, pregnancy, it is a marathon and you really do have to fuel your body with the right nutrients to help it flourish and to optimize conception and like I said you do have to be fit just to support yourself throughout the whole process so if you're looking to get pregnant and really your diet is 
based around takeaways or alcohol, caffeine, all these things. Like, And when I say caffeine, I mean coffee, tea, even the caffeine that's in chocolate. Just reducing that down. But alcohol mainly and your takeaways, your trans fatty acids, they're not trans fatty acids. Sorry, your trans fats. These these aren't going to nourish your body. No, yeah, have a takeaway every week. One, you know, that's no problem. You have to live your life too and you have to enjoy your life too. But I'm talking if you're having three, four, five takeaways a week, if you're drinking alcohol every night, these sorts of things you really have to reduce. And then as well, like the binge drinking, so the weekends going out, going on the lash, as much fun as it is, and trust me, I do it myself, but I'm currently not trying to get pregnant. So I know I'm I'm okay to do that every now and then. But if you are trying to get pregnant, cutting out the alcohol would be a good idea. Now, having one glass of wine at the weekend, something like that, don't be worried about that. It's that binge drinking that I'm talking about. And then we also need help with getting our vitamins and minerals in. So using a prenatal vitamin, I would always recommend to women who are trying to conceive just to make sure that you've got the right stuff in your body so that you're creating a proper environment and you're getting all the the right nutrients to sustain a pregnancy. So the body needs a, needs a whole range of vitamins and minerals to help really to help support like fertilization, implantation and growth of an embryo into a baby. Hormone function really needs to be on point and proje- your progesterone levels need to be at optimum levels to support pregnancy. And then the other vitamins and minerals are also needed to nourish the womb and the blood. Now there are loads of prenatal vitamins out there. You can you can go into any chemist and, and buy some. But what I will say is do your research first. Make sure that the ingredients don't have loads of fillers in them and that they are actually bioavailable to the body. I wouldn't recommend getting vitamins and minerals from supermarkets. I know they are cheaper. But just because they're cheaper doesn't mean that you're getting a good quality one. So look online, look at what's the best one for you and in your price range as well. But just make sure that they are bioavailable to the body so that you're not wasting money on supplements and you're not actually able to absorb them. But when it comes to the ones that you need, the the most important ones are so your vitamin C, your vitamin E, your B vitamins, but mainly your B6, then zinc and methylfolate. Now that's basically, it's just a better version of folic acid. And then your magnesium as well. Making sure you have adequate levels of, like I said, protein and healthy fats in the body also. And then they will all work together to nourish the body. They're good for ovulatory function. They're good for hormonal production and they're really good for sustaining a pregnancy. Then another area that I tell so many women to look at is stress. Stress plays a huge role in overall health. It'll reduce your immune system and 
it can stop ovulation, so you need to ovulate to be able to conceive. So reducing stress is really important. And look, I know I've spoken loads before about how stress does impede your hormones and the body's unnatural sex hormone cycle. But when the body is stressed, it goes into fight or flight mode. So it goes into survival instinct and it'll inhibit non-survival functions. So if the body thinks it's in danger, i.e. stress, pregnancy is not actually an optimal place to be for survival. So the body, like I said, it'll stop ovulation to prevent pregnancy occurring so it can survive. Stress and that fight or flight mode, that, that goes back, that's a basic human evolutionary concept. So back in the day, your stress was, am I going to survive? Am I going to be eaten by a mammoth? Are we going to war? Things like that. So the body will stop itself from being able to get pregnant because it knows it cannot sustain a pregnancy in a stage of that danger. So really reducing the stress is key. And what I'll say is to all women listening who have been trying for a few months and you're stressed over it, I implore you to please, please take a break for a month or two. Just take the pressure off yourself. Reconnect with your partner again on a relationship level. Which kind of brings me on to my next point. (laughs) Timing your sex. So first things first. Find out when you ovulate. This is really important. Like, there's only a 34% chance of conception each month. So knowing your optimum times is kind of vital. And there's a couple of ways of doing this. You can do it by using the rhythm method. So checking your basal temperature every morning. And then your mucus secretions. So right before ovulation and during ovulation your vaginal mucus will become kind of long and stringy like egg whites and then also listen to your body because your libido will start rising right before ovulation and it's a it's a basic instinct for women who want to conceive it's the body's way of saying that you're ready to be fertilized basically but then also like there's ovulation sticks Now, if you don't know when you ovulate, I'd highly recommend using the ovulation sticks for about four to six months just to find out what your pattern is for ovulation. Keep a diary and note how you feel, what your mucus secretions are like, what your energy levels are like, even what your confidence levels are like. You'll know then going forward without having to use the ovulation sticks if you have your little diary of how the body is actually functioning during ovulation and you'll get your signs so you'll know okay it's coming up now's the best time to get pregnant what I will say is I know a lot of women use the fertility apps it's just they're not great because they run really on a typical 28 day cycle and every woman's body is different And even if you do have a 28-day cycle, it doesn't mean that you're going to ovulate on day 14. It's different for everyone. I myself, I ovulate around days 10 to 12. Uh, Other women can be later around days 16 to 19. That standard 
14 day ovulation isn't correct for every woman. So I would just be mindful of those apps. Then when it comes to timing your sex, really what I would recommend is every second day from when your period finishes to 48 48 hours, about to say 48 days, 48 hours after ovulation. Once the egg is released, there's really only a 12 to 24 hour window for fertility or not fertility, for fertilizing the egg. Now, I know there's a lot of women out there who... Actually, not just women, there's a lot of couples out there who their time and their sex either is solely around ovulation or else trying every day. Now, look, don't get me wrong, we all love, love sex, we all love to be intimate, but when it comes to being regimental around sex, like the love and the passion and the connection, it can, it can get lost. And that's why I'm asking women out there who are trying for a few months and nothing's happening, just to take a break. Take a break and give yourself and your partner a chance to reconnect because sex can become regimental and it can become a chore when you're having sex for a specific outcome of pregnancy. Yes, sex is there for procreation. It's for keeping the, the world's population alive. But it's not its sole purpose. It's to express love and to be intimate and to connect on a soul level with another human being. So do take that break and... I'm not saying to stop having sex. Have sex knowing that you're not trying to get pregnant and just get that connection back with your partner. It is really important to be able to show each other love instead of just stress over sex. Now, when it comes to timing for pregnancy, for those couples who are who are having sex every day, and it's not a problem for you and you're still enjoying it, great. But I would still stop having it every day, go every second day, because you're actually depleting the sperm count by having sex every day. So give the man a chance to build back up that sperm count. So every second day. And every second day from when your period finishes to that 48 hours after you've ovulated. And this, it, it may help optimize your chances of conception. And then my final point is it's actually position positions when you're having sex. So positioning is really important. Woman on top may be fun, but it isn't the most effective way for conception. Positions really it'll help with with gravity, basically. So the best ones for you if you're trying to conceive would be either the first one lying on your back pillow under your lower back and your pelvis and say your knees up towards your head and make sure you're angled up the way 
for optimum conception, you really need to have deep penetration. And as well, the sperm needs to travel. And the closer your partner can be to the cervix opening, the better chances. Some women do find this a bit uncomfortable, and it is because it is deep penetration. So talk to your partner about going really slow and gentle because it may be uncomfortable or it may be painful. For some women who are trying and they have gynecological issues, sex can be painful anyway. So the one thing I always say is speaking openly to your partner and letting them know what's best for you. Then another one, if that one is too uncomfortable, is actually getting into a half downward dog position. So downward dog in yoga, but doing it from your knees. So you're basically on your knees with your arms stretched out flat in front of you on the bed and with your pelvis kind of higher up. So again, you're angled down the way. And again, there is deep penetration, so go slow. But then after sex, it's really important to actually lay flat on your back with your legs up and your hips raised. So lie in the bed, put a pillow underneath your pelvis, lift the legs up against the wall. Don't be in a rush to get back to work or to get back to life because you only have this small window so you're just having sex for the sake of sex like make it a ritual for yourself and your partner just because the sex is over doesn't mean the intimacy has to be over lay there talk laugh the less stressed you are the better the chances your oxytocin levels will be much higher so just enjoy that post-sex pillow talk because that will actually help reduce your stress as well instead of rushing back to life and again just connecting in with your partner because when you think about it you're making a baby you're you're creating another little soul so that's this week's episode and I hope I've covered everything So just to recap, it's really making sure that you're off the pill six months before trying, giving yourself four to six months to prepare your body for the journey that it's about to go on, doing this by eating whole fresh foods, fruits, veggies, good quality proteins, good quality fat, getting a really good prenatal vitamin, like I said, do your research online. Reducing your stress, knowing when you ovulate, timing your sex, and above all, reconnecting with your partner if you have lost a bit of a connection due to the stress of trying to become pregnant. Give yourself the break, give yourself the time to just be. Just be a couple. So if any of you have any questions, Feel free to DM me, send me an email, text me, whatever you need. And I hope you can enjoy the process. So happy Thursday and happy hormones and have a great weekend, everybody.